and welcome to ECMA 2021, the digital pre-conference. My gosh, things are so different now. Things are up in the air, down on the ground, and this is what this pre-conference always had the objective was to help people prepare before the conference. And this year, wow, it's it's very, very, very different. And fundamentally, what I'm going to be doing is running through uh, four weeks of topics with you. They'll be very different than what I've done before, but you'll still have access to the library. And what we're going to break down is uh, this week, best practices. Next week, preparation. Uh, week three is going to be networking. And then week four is week of the ECMA. So everything that you need to be doing this week and checking off boxes. And we all know the ECMAs. We all know what they're about and things that happen. But now it's online. So I've got lots of questions about how do you network with people? How do you connect? How do you make those relationships? How do you prepare? And I as well am going to be attending uh, events during the ECMA. So as I'm looking into this, I am approaching it from a user perspective of what do I need to know and how can I move ahead of everyone else with a little pre-knowledge and a little pre-planning. So for this week, we're going to talk about um, best practices. So things that we can be doing right now and things that we should be thinking about doing. So the big, big, big one is, oh my gosh, keep your eyes on your emails. There are going to be tons of emails coming through as things start picking up and uh, the the kind of the, the machine starts rolling. So it's very important to read every email about the conference that comes through. Um, there is always a hidden gem in something and something that you really, really need to know. Um, things like usernames, passwords, signups, links, my gosh, links, so important. Maybe um, some of the events you need to fill out information if you're going to be an attendee. All that stuff is going to be coming fast and furious. So an ECMA email comes in, take the time to read it top to bottom. What I like to do in those circumstances is create something like a, a Google Doc form. And as important information comes through, like username, password, links, um, session information, I copy paste what I know I'm going to need day of and put it in this Google Doc. So it's always handy. And I don't have to look through 42 emails and go, when do they send that? You just kind of uh, self-filter and grab what you can now, put it in a doc so that you have it. The other thing you want to do is as soon as you have a username, password, if that's kind of some of the sections that you need access to and a link, log in as soon as you can. We've all encountered login issues where, oh gosh, this doesn't work. I need to get a password reset. Well, guess what? That e The ECMA team right now are on 10. So getting passwords reset or help with your account, okay, now's the time to do it. The week of, they're going to be on 182. So they're just not going to have the resources to be fixing those type of small errors that could be account or user specific. So log in, um, uh, make sure it works. That's when you would know if you have to uh, download an app or add uh, an avatar image. Again, 
I'm learning this as I go. So as I find out more information, I'm going to send it to you, but check all the links, check all the usernames, check everything as soon as it comes there. You also should start taking a look at the conference sessions because they're running on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and start thinking which ones are speaking to you, which ones could have effect on your personal development, your uh, future development, uh, your music, your career, um, how you are working in the music industry. So that's important to start identifying the ones that have topics that are a priority to you. Before the conference, again, this is, I, I kind of mentioned this before, but click around everywhere within anywhere you have access. I know that's a very awkward, um, very awkward sentence, but you want to make sure that everything works. Again, measure twice, cut once, you check everything. And if something doesn't work, you either figure it out or you contact the ECMA team to give you some instructions because you wanna be ready to go the minute that the conference is live. You should probably think about, and it's, I'm, I'm having a challenge with this. It's blocking off your calendar for the event because the event is running Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, uh, Saturday. So normally uh, I would go up on a Tuesday and be there all week for myself. And I imagine a lot of people you're going to be at home or accessing on work while you're working. So the challenge of saying I'm going to have five days completely committed to the ECMA is going to be very difficult. But what you can do now Block it off on your calendar. If you lose, use an electronic calendar, if you do use a handwritten calendar, block it off and start thinking about how you're going to coordinate your time considering everyone in your life and the events you want to go to. So it, it's kind of just to put some forethought into, you're probably not gonna be able to block off five days of 24 hour each but you want to be able to block off just the time thoughtfully so that you're not booking um, an adventure that weekend that you forgot about. Now, one of the things that I haven't found out yet is uh, the live versus on demand. And once it comes through, I'll be able to give you more insight. But usually events are live or on demand. I know I just said that that's kind of weird. But Something there's a group there presenting live and you can interact with them, ask questions, which I feel that the majority of the programming is going to be. But there's also sometimes um, a, um, a an on-demand portion. So let's say a group of delegates are in a completely polar uh, time zone. So for them doing a presentation at 4 p.m. here is 4 a.m. their time. Well, that's just, that's unfair to them to do. And it's unfair to us as participants to have somebody presenting at 4 a.m. when they're not at their best. So that video may be on demand. So with those two categories, you wanna start thinking about which ones you wanna target and really the live ones are the ones that are and should be a priority. Those are the ones you're going to have the opportunity to network with. Where the on-demand ones, you can kind of watch 
in between other things and catch up late at night or early in the morning. So really want to target the, the live events as much as possible. Um, make sure your family knows what's going on. Uh, we've all had challenges with cats on keyboards and kids running through the background. And guess what? That's going to happen. But just letting them know that you're going to be online doing this conference during a specific time, it, it'll just help balance your personal space, which will allow you to spend more time engaging with the conference. Another thing to think about, because it, if you are going to kind of stack your deck and do as much as you can during the event, uh, pre-planning things like meals, uh, even doing up coffee in advance, having uh, water bottles nearby so that you're hydrated. These things could save you precious time uh, in situations where you want to catch two live events back to back. So thinking about meal prep and planning for hydration is pretty important. Uh, now, I have often during meetings, tried to do notes with a keyboard and I found it, I've never found it effective. I am more old school as you can see here in notebooks. I write it down and there, there is a theory about when you write things down, you do remember them better. So I suggest you consider writing down critical notes as you're going through your event and to also consider, and this is a personal preference of mine, so uh, you can uh, use or not. A lot of people say, uh, well, the school of thought is to fill your entire screen with the conference. Now, if you're on a phone, that's fine because it's, it, the, it's the size it is. But I have a big screen, so I have somebody's head like gigantically talking to me. And it, it can become, as the term is fatiguing, having somebody stare at you for so long. I actually prefer putting people in smaller boxes on my screen because I find it more calming and I, I don't feel like uh, it's, it's as imposing. So if you find Zoom can be very overwhelming or fatiguing, consider making the boxes smaller, the, the view screen smaller so that it's, it's not so dominant in your face. Or um, I don't recommend mobile because mobile is really easy to get distracted on. Uh, but consider using something like that if, if you find that you get fatigued very easily. Now, this one is, um, this one, of course, uh, uh, a lot of people talk about in the industry is, you know, you're going to your meeting and you're, you're all dressed up up here and then you get your PJs on the bottom. So be it. So be it. But if you're going to these conferences, and even if you don't expect your video to be on, dress professionally, put yourself together because you never know. Number one, you might be super connecting and asking awesome questions to the panelists. They may say, depending on the settings, one, hey, why don't you turn your video on? We'll allow it and you tell us about your experience. Okay, well now you're in your fluffy bunnies, not gonna work. Two, if you connect with one of those delegates and they're like, do you have 15 minutes afterwards? I'd love to have a private Zoom with you and talk about music placement. Again, fluffy bunnies. So 
you want to be as prepared as possible for any options. And there's also the fact that if you do go on video, um, let's say during a, a panel, you want to make sure that if that video is on demand later, again, that you're not in fluffy bunnies or you will become a meme. <laughs> so dress professionally with the thought that at any time the camera could be turned on or any time after or during the day. So it's important to think of. One thing we'll talk about later is um, having your pitch, your elevator pitch and all your documents and stuff ready for any moment. And we won't go into that too deep right now, but it does lend to the theme of you're going to be prepared for everything. Uh, one thing that I like to do and I annoy myself with is finding somebody else to go to the conference with. So having a group watch party, um, finding somebody who's going to be accountable. It's really like having a gym buddy. So somebody's like conference starts at, at 11, you're still in, right? And it's like, you're, you're in bed or you're at work or you're just not engaged at all. A conference buddy will help keep you accountable and make sure that you go to the conference because you are going to get so much out of this year's programming. It's important not to miss it and to miss those live events. So getting a conference buddy, absolutely do. Um, it's also good if, if you, you uh, choose to have the conference buddy that you also have that person to talk to after the session and compare notes and say, well, well, didn't they say that? No, I think they kind of said this, you know, we should both do this and to digest the information together. So you're, you're not just relying on your own notes and your own insights. Another thing that is important and could be self-evident is to stand and stretch. I mean, we've, we've all done the, the crazy Zoom days and they catch up so quickly where you realize you haven't stood up in six hours. Plan opportunities to stand and stretch. And these could be during a session that the camera's turned off, maybe you are standing while you're attending it or you're stretching, gosh, you could even be doing yoga, but you know, kind of doesn't really fit with the dress professionally unless you're doing like dress professionally yoga. So make sure that you are attending to yourself as well and preparing for a couple days worth of conference events and not burning yourself up because it's really, really easy to get that stress and fatigue in your neck in your joints and in your upper back. So be, be careful. Uh, also, we're gonna talk about it, um, in the next two weeks is setting up uh, appointments in advance and networking in advance. Um, it's really, really important to think about the conference as the meat in the sandwich. So bread on either side, the meat and how, how you're gonna kinda, I guess, get through the sandwich. <laughs> Um, also for some of the panels, you may want to set up a time to, uh, rewatch. You might even just want to, which may be easier is at the end of the day, if it goes to five o'clock, then between five and six, just set it aside as general. We rewatch opportunities could it, cause it could be a panelist has, um, gone through some items that you just need to review and that kind of we're going to go about, on about this um, later is 
qualifying the uh, session to understand live on demand and who's going to be handing out slides and who's not, which is really important. Um, additionally, um, making sure, and this is just, this is from the old digital conference stuff, making sure that all your social media, your website, your Bandcamp, anything and everything is up to date over the next few, few weeks. So your current photos, current bios, current uh, music links, current accreditations, current press, everything's up to date because if you catch somebody's eye, they as well are gonna have 15 minutes to look you up. So whatever is gonna pop up first is what they're gonna click and that information needs to be as up to date as possible. So that is it in a nutshell. It is a lot of information. I'm going to send it to you separately in a document so that you have it and you can copy and paste it into your own Google Doc. But the main, main thing is to prepare. Prepare by dressing professionally, uh, seeing if you can pre-planned meals and hydrations, picking your conference, logging in, making sure all your links work, um, preparing what you're going to do for networking and making sure that you have a little bit of accountability for, do, do you have a buddy that's gonna um, go with you and does your family understand and can support you and make, make sure that you have that kind of time by yourself. So there will be more next week and I am so excited to be going through this information with you and helping you on your way because as I mentioned, it's a journey for me as well. Um, as I learn about the new conference at the ECMA and adapting to the new rules of what's going on. So thank you very much and thank you to the ECMAs and we will have something for you real soon.